you are listening to Unblocked by Defy. So who is this Satoshi Nakamoto? Let's find out from Keshav. Part two. Here we go. When I was digging deep into who can be in the race of being Satoshi or Satoshis, I came across a community called Cypherpunk. Now, the Wikipedia definition states that a member of this community is an individual advocating widespread use of strong cryptography and privacy-enhancing technologies as a route to social and political change. Originally communicating through the cypherpunk electronic mailing list, informal groups aimed to achieve privacy and security through proactive use of cryptography. Cypherpunks have been engaged in an active movement since at least the late 1980s. At first, Satoshi simply targeted the cypherpunk community who could help him develop Bitcoin. In October of 2008, he sent out an email to a cryptography email list and the mail was the Bitcoin white paper. It was titled Bitcoin, a peer-to-peer electronic cash system. It was just an idea on paper, nothing more than that. A noted member of the community, Hal Fenny, saw that proposal and he was the first person to respond to Satoshi Nakamoto. By 2009, Satoshi put the concept to test, releasing the first software. He developed the Bitcoin program from 2008 to 2011. And during this time, none of the developers who were working with him ever met Satoshi. What are the odds? And in 2011, he simply vanished out of the scene. Now, the biggest question of them all is why did Satoshi disappear and where did he go? The first option is that he's dead. Another theory is that He was a proponent of decentralization and he wasn't someone who liked to be led. It was against his own principles and the principles of the cypherpunk community to have a central figure. The entire point of a decentralized currency is to eliminate the presence of a central authority. Now, if Satoshi would have stayed, it would have been a clear violation of this fundamental principle. It could be that Satoshi would have planned on leaving the community from the very beginning. One reason could have been that more than a decade ago, it was difficult for people to imagine a digital currency. Back then, a lot of people thought that Bitcoin was either a scam or some sort of digital currency to do illicit activities. It wouldn't have been long before media painted a nefarious figure of Satoshi and did his character assassination on news channels He could have easily been connected with some shady characters. Imagine if he had continued posting and remained anonymous. The media would have forced him to reveal his identity. Even if Satoshi left the development and wanted to retire, if his identity was known, he wouldn't have eliminated his influence on Bitcoin. His actions relating to any opinions of any of the crypto projects would have greatly influenced the price in the market. To sum it up, Satoshi left to protect the decentralized nature of Bitcoin, shift the focus to the community, avoid becoming a central figure or a figurehead to protect his anonymity. I would suspect it's one person just because it takes a lot of effort to ensure the consistency of code and it is very difficult to keep secrets in a big group. It's better that you don't know because it helps for Bitcoin to be considered a digital commodity that somebody discovered. His first email with white paper in 2008 attracted a lot of cypherpunks like Helfeni. 
he was also the first person to respond to satoshi apart from helfeni gavin anderson and nick sabo these three were the early visionaries of bitcoin and they are our usual suspects but one thing about satoshi is that he never appeared in public nobody really saw who satoshi was nobody identified him in public his last recorded communication was on april the 23rd at 3:40 a.m. in the morning where he said and i quote i have moved on to other things and the future of bitcoin is in safe hands and then he just vanished into thin air and no one has ever heard from him again the three names that came to my mind and strongly suggested that they could be satoshi were the three people who were initially involved in the creation of this currency number 1 the first guy who responded to his email helfeni let's look at each one of them the first one is helfeni helfeni was a cypherpunk he was a computer scientist cryptographer interested in technology and internet freedom He was involved in Bitcoin from day one. He was the recipient of the first Bitcoin transaction, and he was diagnosed with a disease called ALS, and he died in the August of 2014. Wouldn't you think that Satoshi would test Bitcoin by sending the first Bitcoin to himself to check if everything was working fine? You know, in a business, the first transaction is done by the business owner. Halfeni was a genius and he epitomizes Bitcoin more than any other known person. Feni and Nakamoto were in contact with each other over emails a lot. If Feni was Nakamoto, he openly disguised himself and to cover it up he sent a lot of emails between the two of them. Maybe it was a crazy double bluff. Nobody really knows. The story gets stranger. And what are the chances of a person living down the road from Feni's house? His name was Dorian Satoshi Nakamoto. Isn't it some coincidence? He was also computer geek, a libertarian, and embodied the same ethos as the cypherpunk community. Hal Feni could have picked up the name of his neighbor to be used as a pseudonymous name. You never know. In 2009, Hal was diagnosed with ALS, and it coincided with Satoshi slowing down with his posts. in the email forums even on his deathbed he denied that he was satoshi although his last wish was to be cryogenically frozen and he still frozen because one day he still wanted to see the future so in my mind helfeni is is so close to being satoshi because he created something which he knew will manifest into something great and that's why he wanted to be frozen because he wanted to see what the future held He was also the person who tweeted running bitcoin at 9:02 a.m. on the 11th of Jan 2009. The tweet can still be seen on Twitter. Now the next candidate is Gavin Anderson. Gavin led bitcoin development after Satoshi left and maybe Satoshi just handed the reins to himself. One theory could be that he never really left bitcoin. He just gave up his pseudonym and was one of the core team members of the bitcoin development gavin also quoted one of satoshi's emails in which satoshi expressed to him that he did not want to be addressed as a dark mysterious figure he raised concerns about press turning it in some underworld pirate currency angle instead he said bitcoin should be about an open source project 
and we should give more credit to the developers. It will help motivate them, which means he continued to be a part of the community using his real identity. Gavin has never accepted that he's Satoshi. In fact, Gavin has openly said that others could be Satoshi. Now the next candidate, Nick Sabo created something which can be called a precursor to Bitcoin. He created a white paper called Bitgold in 1998, more than a decade ago, which was very, very similar to Bitcoin. It is very much possible that he decided to create its refined version in the form of Bitcoin. In one of his blogs, Nick writes about intending to invest a real life version of his Bitgold, but vehemently denies that he is Nakamoto. Although he has at least admitted that if anyone in the world that he knew of could have created something like Bitcoin and wanted to create Bitcoin, it would either be him or Helfeni. As for Nick Sabo, he certainly dreamt of something like Bitcoin and he has admitted that in interviews. So he only has the greatest respect for Nakamoto. Actually, there is not much evidence pointing to him being Nakamoto. In one of his interviews, he said, that Satoshi came along and improved a number of things about Bitgold and actually wrote software to run the program. And that concludes the whole story. And he claims that he has absolutely no idea to who Satoshi is. Now, there are several conspiracy theories around Bitcoin and as many as 14 suspected names have done the rounds at different times. People from John McAfee, Dan, Willie, Craig White, Dave Clayman, Gavin Anderson, Harold Fenny, Dorian Nakamoto, Nick Sabo, some even say Elon Musk, others say Ross, Adam Back, or even the US government. No one really knows who created this. Right now as we speak, the man behind Bitcoin is still missing and he may never be found. You never know, there may be another man who really is Satoshi Nakamoto and is secretly enjoying a cup of coffee in a quaint cafe somewhere, smirking to himself. A genius of a man who has been able to influence the whole world and still managed to remain anonymous. The reason why we do not know who Satoshi is is integral to what Bitcoin is. If we knew who he was, it would have been very difficult for the person to live peacefully. Thank you so much for listening in. In the next episode, I'll tell you the story of some of the craziest scams in the crypto industry. So make sure you subscribe to the channel right now and turn on the notification. Wow, that was fascinating. Waiting eagerly for the next one, Kesha. I'm sure the story of these scams will not only entertain, but also make us aware as investors in crypto. See you all next week. And oh, before you go, make sure you've subscribed.